Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Mark and Heidi, the other Demilios. I'm Mark. And I'm Heidi. How was that? That was great. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Like, I can just start off <laughs> monotone. Are we doing then, it? Yeah, this is good. We'll go. This is, we're started. It's oh, a, we're okay. In. Hi. Hey, what's Thanks up? Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. So we had a real busy week last week into the weekend. Hi. I'm here. Yeah, no, you were. You were. Yeah. Hi. Oh, my God. Sorry. I so, don't hey, we know a, what's Wow, this is like a right first now. day of podcasting. <laughs> it's like a first date. This yeah. is not going well. Okay. We're here. We're excited. We're ready. We've had a busy week. Super exciting things going on. First up, Dixie shot two music videos last week. She did. It was so cool. It was so hard to follow because they were shooting in one day some of one and some of another. I st- I didn't see the treatment, so I don't know what the end game is for it. I didn't. I don't know what it's gonna be. Yeah. So I was a little confused on like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> and she was like, it's this one, it's that one. I'm like, oh, okay. But it was so cool, and it's just like to see her really so proud of what she's doing and and have such a heavy hand in the creative has been really fun to watch so it was really cool yeah it was i don't want to give give it away because there's a couple of videos coming out and a couple songs so but it was a lot of fun and and to your point early on because we were so new and we had our hands in everything we did look at the treatments we did we did look at the the creative and this time we just roll in as yeah. parents and are just like, it, hey, what's up? I know. It was kind of nice. <laughs> it, well, I feel like, too, because she's playing such a heavy role in the process, I don't feel like there needs to be our eyes on it. Like, I feel like she knows what her vision is and she knows what she wants out of it. And she's able to communicate that. So it's like, it's just, it's cool to see your kids sort of like growing and maturing and just in there and you know getting comfortable with who she is and what she wants is amazing yes it's like it's you find yourself kids are born and you're taking care of them 24 <laughs> 7 and then as they get into their teenage years they start to get their own identity their own personality and their own and they start to take care of themselves and now we're seeing for dixie her not only being able to handle her personal life but her professional life she's doing a really good job in so shout out to dixie and and just like i don't know i don't know if people really understand like music has been a part of her entire life she's been you know in theater since she's three it was the you know consistently till the end of eighth grade Right. So without giving away the song or anything about it, um, we we ended up at a BMX track. And that's all I'll say about that. But for anyone who knows anything about us, I grew up racing BMX bicycles and Dixie got into it at an early age. And it was so cool because we haven't really been on a BMX track in about 10 years. Yeah. It was brought back a flood of flood of amazing memories. So that was really cool. And I rode my bike. Were you were you sore? Yeah. <laughs> you don't realize. 
First you of looked all, good though. You didn't look like I have great, wobbly. I have great BMX Wait, form. Squirrely. Yeah, squirrely is a BMX term. You I was were not, not squirrely. squirrely. Yeah, it was cool. And I, I, we just one of the guys that was involved heavily in in BMX. I think he's in the Hall of Fame or is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Roger Plaskett passed away. And I met a gentleman on a track in California who kind of reminded me of Roger. Mm-hmm. He's one of these guys that just runs the BMX track and, and was cool. Really nice guy. Yeah. That Roger, brought back some good memories. Roger was the best. And I'm so sad that he's passed. But, you know, it was kind of an interesting time. All these years, we haven't been, since she stopped, Dixie stopped racing, we haven't been to a track. And then Roger passes, and then we find ourselves at a track. So yeah, that was, was really and his interesting and, and his cool. voice is still, I believe, for the cadence for USA BMX, which is Riders Ready, Watch Lights. <laughs> so I think people, a lot of people may know it was Charlie's birthday. Charlie Grace D'Amelio turned 17, 17 on May, Saturday. May 1st. Yeah, May 1st. Yeah. And uh, we we had a dinner. We had a little- That's all we could do right now. little get together at a restaurant. First of all, let me talk about Heidi. Because <laughs> oh boy. Before I can talk about the party, I have to talk about Heidi. Dinner. Heidi has been the type of mom who <laughs> decorates the house for every occasion. Not only the major holidays, <laughs> but the minor holidays too, we get. So Easter Marty, was a major one. Mardi so Gras. She but you'll get a you get a Valentine's Day decoration thing going around oh, February and, and some of that. So Heidi was heavily involved in planning this dinner from, and it was class all the way. Shout out to uh, Delilah's is where we, where we had it. And, but the food was so good. Food was amazing. And it was right up her alley, chicken tenders, sliders, but there was also steak and salmon. And, and everyone sat, everyone had their own tables. It was and, such a cool mix of people. It was like a lot of business partners that we work with the family and Charlie, our agents were there. Morphe. Yeah. I mean, just, it was really cool. Um, and it's so nice because we've TikTok was there. TikTok, Emma, Emma was from there. TikTok was there. And, and wait, I just want to say talking to, uh, so as you were going down this road about how I love like decorating and planning, it was, hard for me to hand that over to like an event planner and shout out to Paige Blatt who was amazing and she just made it so easy but I still got to feel like I was a part of the process and just the whole visual and everything so that was really cool and I had a lot of help so that was awesome yeah I felt like we've just missed so many occasions we Basically, we're sitting home for Charlie's 16th. Sweet 16 we missed for Charlie, even though we mm-hmm. we celebrated at home in Connecticut. This was the first time that we actually interacted with people. Yeah. And all to see all of her friends, Dixie's friends, our friends that we've made in, in California, and the mm-hmm. people we work with also, which is cool. It's fun yeah. to get to see the I people mean, that you work with think in that about environment. How, how many people that we work with that, some maybe we've never seen in real life or we've only seen once or twice before COVID happened. That's pretty wild. So that was really nice to get together with those people. So Heidi did have a hand, although um, 
the, we did have an event planner. Heidi was heavily involved from working with Brad, who's our graphics guy, to Reed, Reed, who did the logo, to menus. It was a really cool event. And then, so the next day, <laughs> we had more of a family event. So Heidi got up early and took all the flowers from the dinner party and brought them to the house and made like this kind yep. of home summer it was a girls pool day pool day for and, charlie and her girlfriends it was and, so cute and that was fun we had we had that catered and it was like a breakfast caterer so that was kind of cool so yeah, i woke up to a guy making pancakes and french toast <laughs> and and eggs and food was amazing and um it was so cute it was all pink and girly and they just vegged did you out post pictures of all that I, okay i'm the worst I have not posted a birthday post for Charlie yet. Ooh. Ooh. Well, well, by the time this comes out, I'm sure you would have. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. But post oh, the pictures I so. of, of I what you decorated so everyone I will. could comment. I'm, I will not say that I'm great at coming up with the ideas, but if I get one little smidge of a inspiration, I take it and I go. Yeah, she's not a direct copycatter. She's more like an inspiration I'm a super DIYer. Paige, the event planner, was like, hey, if you ever want to do this, like, I've, I'd love to work together. <laughs> I was like, wait, I really like that. I just do it because I enjoy it. So talk about Charlie's friendships and what's been going on right now. So I which thought, we're really happy about. Thought I thought so the day after her birthday dinner, which was her actual the Saturday was her birthday. So she's just been hanging out with Maddie and Avani so much lately. And I thought it would be fun for them to hang out just by the pool and just do nothing. And so and Riley was there, um Hubetka, I think I said that right. Um and they just had this pool day and I just, I was so excited to do this and like decorate by the pool and stuff because I, first of all, I love doing that, but just seeing Charlie, they call themselves Chivati, Charlie, Avani and Maddie. And I've just never seen the three of them. So feeling so like normal in the sense of they just get to be themselves. There's a huge trust factor there. There's no judgment. They laugh their butts off. And I just, I'm just so happy uh, for the three of them. And they're really, their friendship keeps getting stronger and stronger. So, to, you know, it's taken time and, and, you know, everybody, everybody's kind of been figuring themselves out with this whole COVID thing and being home and not traveling and that kind of thing. So, I'm just like so excited that she's, they are on it. They hang out almost every day and I absolutely love it. And I'm so happy that they've decided to spend that time together and really grow their friendship. So coincidentally, I was, had been thinking, and we talked about on the last episode that I had some of my childhood friends come to the Triller event and it made me think, and I don't know why, just like, I think it was yesterday I tweeted, um, there's no friend like a childhood friend because I just wanted to give a shout out. Like the things you go through when you're a kid, Charlie's age or even younger, those bonds that sometimes friendships kind of come and go, 
But when you, when you get to be our age and you get to reconnect with someone you knew from your childhood, they know you unlike anyone else knows you because you're so just figuring things out and you're so vulnerable and you, and, and they know your parents, they know your whole life story. So it's those relationships that I think the listeners who are probably our listeners who probably are younger, probably don't necessarily even understand how these bonds that they're making now could affect them and be friendships that are lifelong. And that, that was really cool. I feel like you're right. These childhood friendships are, our long-term friendships, whether it's childhood, like, or later in life as you get older, are so, you're right, they they know things that, you know, as you, because we're all evolving, so to have a friend that knew you before is really great, and Charlie has that, and Dixie has that, but it's so important, too, and those friendships are solid. Charlie's friends and Dixie's friends from before are solid, what I see with Charlie, Ivani, and Maddie is this friendship, the way the reason they know each other is because of social media. And so they are, this is that friendship that they'll have and they'll look back on. And that's that Part this of time life. of their life yeah. where they can all relate. They're all going through the same thing. And I think when you have people in your life that are living it with you like you're doing it daily is just priceless. So I, I, I just, I don't know. I love that she has that, but then they also, she and Dixie also have their hometown friends that, and J like Charlie has friends, Natalia and Amia. They were on their first dance team together. I mean, they knew each other when they, they were five years old i think natalia was four and you know those are like homies for life the thing with uh i'll start with charlie well both of the girls friends from prior to getting big on social media the the way that it's affected the friendship is i think it's made it stronger and i think those friends are so solid they realize how important it is to stay in that friendship because people who are friends with the girls, if they're in a video or a photo with Dixie and Charlie, they are now fair game for the internet to pick them apart. You know, so it's not everybody wants that in their life and it's hard, but they are, you know, they're not, talking crap about the girls they're just like solid friendships so i think you realize it's a, and the girls have real the girls have realized that those are solid friendships because nothing has changed when they are together it's like no time has passed they get to be themselves there's no judgment there's no weirdness and it's that's when that's the ones that the girls know are real friends yeah i think i've found myself gravitating more towards my friends that I've had in the past because we're nowhere near on the level of notoriety that Dixie and Charlie have, but we still have people that come out of the woodwork and want to do things with us. And I find that I go back to what's safe and the people that I grew up mm -hmm. with and family that don't necessarily 
that have unconditional love for us. And I think that's what's this experience has made me really close to a lot of my older friends, friends I've had for a long time because they're not looking for anything. Mm -hmm. There's no agenda. They're just, they're like, they're solid. Oh, wow. I was friends with you when (laughs) back when you were just selling clothes and working in New York city and uh, now this is fun. You, you guys have some notoriety and you're doing cool stuff. So that's been interesting and and i i think the same thing i think what's interesting about the girls though is they haven't gone to the place where you and i have gone to where we've been back to our high school reunion or mm-hmm. back to our hometown and you run into someone and you're like oh i like that person where why did we lose contact mm-hmm. and you said think of how many people because i did my high school reunion that oh, i probably yeah. wasn't even really friends with in high school but we did we still had a connection mm-hmm. and now i'm I've, I've reconnected with them so i feel like i mean i'm sure everybody's like this but i do have pockets of friends so like when i go back home i have friends like i've actually become more friends with my family i have three sisters like they're my friends and i think i mean obviously they're family but we're we have like that friendship which is amazing and then you know people that i went to high school with then you have i moved to new york city and i have people that i knew from when i moved there and then when we moved to connecticut i had the like elementary school time sure those are huge a ton of like really solid friendships were made for me in that time when the when the girls were in elementary school and that well and then and then when we joined shore and country i feel like i made friends there and some of those crossed over yeah so for people who don't know, Shore and Country is like a pool, pool club, club in Connecticut that we belong to. So, um, but something that I did do over quarantine is we would do a Zoom girls night in with, I think there's eight of us and we would do a Zoom. And, you know, that one time I was getting ready because we had to film or something. So I was getting ready while we were doing it because I did not want to cancel. It was so important to me. And we haven't done it in a while. And we've been texting, we got to do this again. And then I move here. And then I have not a lot just because I haven't met a lot of people yet. But Erica is probably my closest friend here. I feel like I've known her forever. I know. We spent a lot of time together. I think the other thing, when you talk about friends or good friends, you just talk about having good people around you. And I think that's, you know, we we have created a family life where we did not want drama in, in our family. And then the friends that we have around us, I think we've, we've, we've picked friends wisely and have incredible friends. And then it even starts to move into the, the work environment where... I've always wanted to work with people that I like and I enjoy Mm -hmm. working with them. And I think you can find high quality people to do jobs that you actually really love to be around. Mm -hmm. And we have both in my company level four, which is my apparel business. I have Nikki and Meg are out here. Nikki stay in our house and they're like, just, I consider, consider them friends. And it's a, it's a tough balance because when you're, in a work environment, you don't want to necessarily be buddy buddy with everybody, but it is so important, especially during COVID, that the people around us that we're working with through this whole process are people we enjoy being with and are and are high character people and fun and and we have that in a lot of 
Nikki said you're his best friend. <laughs> Do you so, feel the same? So Nikki is <laughs> a man and he is Nikitas Veronis and he's he's awesome. He's, how old is Nikki again? I have no idea. I think he's 27. He's awesome. He's Is he older than Lucas? I think I think he's a year or two older than my nephew than our nephew Lucas. So our nephew Lucas also works for Mark, but he's not here right now. And Nikki and I have been competitive over the last couple of days, and I've beat him in um, pool. Well, pink. Well, it was first pinball. Pa- oh, that's I smoked right. Him oh, pinball, he was crying. Then Pac Man. Yes, and then he we, said you were rigging the game. Uh, that was not <laughs> accurate. And then we played basketball in a full court situation. Um, so big, big court, but we obviously only played half court. And he spotted me, I think, eight points to ten. But he was aggressively guarding me. Like, I think if there were a ref. (gasps) And he's like half your age. And he's like. It's not fair. He's like kids built like, I mean, he's muscular, strong, could jump through the roof. And so, but there is a video that if you guys all want to go check out TikTok (laughs) where he shoots from three point and he misses. misses. And then Mark, who hasn't really played basketball in 10 years and has a blown out knee, um, just swish right through the hoop. It's pretty easy. And then last night. We played billiards, pool, as some people call it. And uh, yeah, I, I whooped him, I think, two, two out of three games. I don't think I he's leaving until he beats you at no, something. He, he got to. insurance on his He definitely flight. beat me in basketball. I'll give, oh, him, I'll give him that. Okay. Yeah, he, felt, he said he felt bad. It's always tough to balance out professionalism and friendship in a work environment. Um, you know, I, I think you have to lead by example and, 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 I'm trying to think of different situations where, you know, there's people, there's companies that I represent that I'm friendly with the CEO and we'll go out to dinner and we'll, we'll socialize. But I think it's just, I think it works better if you don't let the friendship bleed into the, your, how you handle your work. I think, I think you, as long as you can be social, um, with your with people you work with or that even work for you but once you start to see that the the work is suffering then i think you have to take a step back and you just got to monitor it a little bit make sure that no one is oh well so and so is friends with mark or so and so is friends with heidi so they're getting preferential treatment um but i just think you can't let your your work suffer i think the friendship gets better if the work it, is solid yeah like when the example i was talking about with the CEO of Michelin S when we're killing it and we're doing when business is great. Those social interactions are even better. So the fact that I'm doing a good job or someone's doing a good job for us makes, I think that that balance a little bit easier. And you're a fun guy. Yeah. So, but that's, that's also, but like it's, you gotta, that even makes it harder because if you're, you always want to be fun guy. Yeah. And like, but you also, <laughs> you so do you don't want to be fun. And then, people start to emulate that and they're like, Oh, well this is a fun work environment and Mark's doing that. So yes. and then your think, game, but your, your work game is always like, and then the wheels par. fall off and then you yeah. got to rein everybody back in and say, Hey, well you've, you're uh masterful <laughs> at your work, how you work. And although you're in sales, you're very creative in what you do. And so, but that's always like top notch the way you run your business. And then, so 
yeah, you are fun and you like to have fun and all of that and be social. So when other people do start to do it, they are just seeing the fun part. Like, no, 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 you got to do the other stuff. I could never imagine being, I mean, that's the whole thing. Like you only have, you have these certain times of the day of your life and, and work takes 40 to 50 hours. So if you're not enjoying yourself and having fun, like these, these bosses that are just, all they do is, is act a certain way and are only worried about the bottom line. I mean, how, what a, tough existence that is to spend 60 40 50 60 hours a week just not enjoying yourself yeah but you've always been since i met you i'm like you actually love like i loved what i did i was a personal trainer when i met you which i loved it was my life but i like you you took it to the next level of fun like you just found ways to be able to put the fun into your work by oh let's go do this with this like your your work is very like Okay, it's sales. You go to your accounts, you show the lines, but how do you make that fun? I don't know. Somehow you just do it and you could do a really yeah. good job. I, I realized from school that I would get the Sunday night blues. And then uh, <laughs> once, I once I graduated college, I'm like, all right, cool. No more Sunday night blues. I'm done with school. And then I would start to get the Sunday night blues again because I'd have to go into work doing and be there at a particular time. And then I was like, that's that's not for me. I need a, I need a job that's more flexible. And, and it just works for me. I end up working. You know, I work. You work more than if you had a nine to five. Absolutely. But you've created a work environment or just your work life as since I've known you to fit your personality. I mean, this in a positive way. You're a little all over the board with ADHD. And so yeah, you true. cannot physically sit in one place for too long. No. So when you are working, sometimes you're at your desk, sometimes you're outside, sometimes, you know, it's your work. You can do it anywhere with a computer or phone or whatever. So I could, meanwhile, I could sit in one spot and work. So we got on this whole subject of of like friendships and we've been doing this thing. Oh, wait, I have one more. Okay, go ahead. Family as friends. As I said, like I have sisters oh, that are my friends. One. Your sister, Mimi, who's been on the podcast, is one of my best friends. Family. Family. And then like I see the girls, you know, the, at their friendship and th they say they're best friends. But <laughs> You. When they're around us, they're always bickering. Yeah. And so we get frustrated, I, I will say. I and they're like, what are you talking about? We're best friends. We're so close. I'm like, I don't always see that. I think Dixie and Charlie don't understand like how being friends with your family is is so important. And it's so cool because like sometimes when Charlie's having a tough time, I'm like, call my sister. Like you have someone who's your aunt who loves you and has great perspective and you have you have nieces and nephews. And, and they're and, cousins that are not much older than And you. I'm so close with all of my cousins mm -hmm. from Robert, Steve, and Chris, you know, and then on your side. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I wonder if it's like a generation thing because I feel like a lot of these kids don't reach out like that. I don't know. Maybe some do, but I just the kids whose parents I know because we've talked about it and they just kind of like when they're going through something, they just go through it and figure it out. But 
they could get, like yeah. you said, some perspective and from different voices besides parents, which is nice sometimes. And it's so much easier to reach out nowadays. Like I remember <laughs> when, when I when Friday night would come around, I would say, "What am I doing tonight?" You have to call someone, and they'd have to be home to pick up the phone to make plans. And then if they weren't home, you're just like, "Hey, what'd you do last night?" Oh, I wasn't home, and that was it. <laughs> now you're just like, you can text them, you can hit them on instant message if yeah. you don't if you're not reaching out to build friendships a, today you're yeah. like it is ahead. called social media it should be social right what i was saying was that we the last couple of podcasts have reached out on twitter to <laughs> our followers on twitter and just ask some questions so since we're talking about friendships i thought a cool question would be uh what are the qualities of a good friend and before you even read anything, let's let's ask each other, what okay. do you think the qualities of a good friend are? Probably my number one is someone that will champion for you. That would probably be my number one. I like that. That would be my number one. I'm not going to put the rest in order. Look, um, loyalty. I, yeah, I think I think someone that you could depend on. I, I think mm-hmm. especially what we found out with, with having kids that you can be really close with someone and then they get married, you get married, you move to two towns over and they're doing their thing. You're doing your thing. And, but you can just pick right back up. So, Mm -hmm. and I I try, I'm not the best at it. I try to put an effort in um, like, especially my college roommate, Rob, who, who gets a little sensitive about us not communicating, but he's also not on social media. Yeah. It's so much He feels easier. like he's missing out, but he is because he's not on social media. Right. And he won't, he won't, he won't be flexible and get on social media, but then he'll call <laughs> me out for not communicating. I'm like, but his wife, my friend Mia says that he, um, goes on her social media to check things out. Yes. But he he's doesn't want to commit. Guys. He doesn't want to He wants to be off. I have a couple of friends that are off the grid. That right. are not on. Actually, so you have my, to work a little harder with those friendships. Yeah, and that makes but it. But they're worth it, I'd say. Like, and sometimes with with Paul Boyan, he sees what's happening with us, and he's kind of following along at home, and then he'll just hit me with a text and say, like, "Yeah, that what he saw on, on on social media," and so he keeps up with with it. And in turn, I I keep up with him. His son pitched on. ESPN yesterday and he was telling me about that. So amazing. Just really cool stuff. So what was that? Someone you could depend on? Yeah. That's what you were saying. I think something else I look for in a friend is someone that could listen to you vent and not want to fix what you're venting about and just kind of let you have that moment, whether it's hollering or crying or whatever it is. And then just, you know, give them a hug and move on. I'm bad at that because I want to fix it. I do get frustrated about their situation for them. And I want, I don't want them to feel bad. So I want to like fix it. So, so I, I have to work on that. And so do you. There's, there's so many good <laughs> ones. Yeah. So do I, I yeah. know. And I'm working on it. I'm a, I'm a um, work in progress. Yeah, we all are. There's so many good ones. They're all about trust, but I'll start reading some of them. Um, Let's see what's a good one here. <gasps> Ooh, you have wait, one? I have you a go, good one. Man. Sea of Dixie. This is so, so major. Someone that's genuinely happy for you and your accomplishments and don't treat it like a race. That is, oh my gosh, so big, so big. And when you have someone like that in your life that you know they're just like to their core happy for everything you have going on, what an amazing feeling. Yeah, like so good. Paul is... 
Paul is like that. He's your cheerleader. There are people like, I'm just not envious or jealous. Like I think there's, I want everyone to have success. Mm -hmm. And even when there were times I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe that person achieved that. I'm more like, how did they do it? How like, can they help us? Like, I don't look at it like I want, I want to take that. I look at it like, wow, that's awesome for them. How do they do it? I mean, I'm more interested than, than jealous. Right, right, right. Ooh, I found another good one. Go this ahead, is Chixies. Chixies. A friend who knows each other's boundaries and knows when to give space. Also, communication is always key. Yes, yes, yes. 100%. Love that. Yeah. I'm um, hearting it. I put a heart on it. Oh, you did? Yeah. I'm going to start hearting Wait, did you see it right when I did it? No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> I'm just, I can only see a few. Oh, wait, another good one. There's Go so ahead. many keep, good you ones. You keep going. You're doing great. H. Nemelio, someone who stands up for you. That's what I was saying before. Like, someone that's your champion makes you feel happy to be around them and supports you through everything. Love. I I really like I hope I'm this stuff. I want to be this stuff to people. I, I I try really hard. So Jamie Gibbs, who handle is at just James seven nine bunch of numbers, defend you when you're not around. Loyal. That's kind of the same. So a lot of trust, a lot of loyal, mm-hmm. and I think I, th- I think you just want friends that is just a mutual ebb and flow of love, respect, and and. And you don't feel like you're that that they're taking too much from you. You're not taking too much from them. It's just like a nice, kind of like our marriage. You know, I agree with that. You're my friend. You're you're my friend. Wait, that did not sound convincing at all. No, I was just thinking because <laughs> it gets to my next point, which will, which will tie a bow on this. Nikki Nikitas, who works with me in New York, um, says. He uses the term best friend all the time. Mm-hmm. Like and about I've met, everybody. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is my best friend. And then he kind of like what you're saying. He's like, oh yeah, this is my best friend out here in California. And then I have my best friend from school. And I have my best friend from there. <laughs> That's a good question. Can you have more than one best friend? Right. I think pe- I think friends fit specific roles in each other's lives. Like I have friends that I'm friends with for like we we just have this kind of friendship that just works like perfectly for what it is. And then I have other friends that are great for this kind of part of my life. Right. They are great in all parts, but there's certain like strengths in certain friendships. But when, I feel. You, when you were asking me if we're friends, I was like thinking, wow, you're my best friend. And I think, I don't know how you could be married to someone that you're not friends with. And if you're going to get married to them, they might as well be your best friend because you spend like that's a win-win because you spend the most time with them. Now you spend the most time with your best friend. Are we besties? Yeah, I would say we are. I think so. But then again, I don't really. Have, I'm out new in California. I don't have a lot of friends, <gasps> so you're basically all I got right oh! now. Oh, <laughs> oh, I see how it is. I think marriage friendship looks very similar to. Regular friendship. I think there's there's a loyalty thing that's there. I think there, you know, if you have jealousy in a marriage, that is absolutely counterproductive, counterintuitive to what a marriage is supposed to be. So there can't be any jealousy being made jealous or feeling jealous or any of that because you're, you're building this family and you're supposed to be one unit. And if you're f- feeling that, 
the other person isn't loyal or jealous, it's just not, it's, it's not going to work. And I think mm-hmm. that those are lessons I learned early on about relationships and why I think aside from the fact we were mutually attracted to each other, I think you never pushed my buttons and, and we all have the ability to be jealous or, or feel jealousy. And, and, but I've never, you've never given me a reason to feel that way. And so I think a lot of the same principles of, of friendship are the, are the same in marriage. Would you agree? I, yeah, 100%. I also feel as though there is something about a marriage friendship that I think maybe one side is feeling like they're being a better part of the duo and you got to really look at yourself am I being the friend that I want my partner to be to me because I think in a marriage because you're so comfortable with each other it's easy to be like what do you call it? Snippy or like short with someone. And it's like, I wouldn't want someone to do that to me. And I feel like I've learned that a lot from you is, is, you know, when things get stressful and all of that, and I'm like, we got to get this done or whatever. I feel like I've gotten so much better about that because it's going to all work out your magic words. You say all the time and you're right. And so I want to give you the same kind of friendship that I want. And if I'm not, if I'm projecting and how am I going to get what I want? Because I'm not giving it. And I think that is a huge for a marriage friendship. And I think, I think it has to do with, with the respect we have for each other. And I, I mean, we talk about it that we see it firsthand. Some married couples just, they talk shit about each other in, in front of each other. Like it's not, we're not even saying, Oh my God, imagine what happens. This is just, (laughs) they're just letting us know that they have very little respect for each other and it's a free for all. Yeah. So I don't want to be, uh, I don't talk shit about you. No, never. And, And if anything, and I think I've said this before, if you were a fly on the wall, when I talk about you, you would probably gush and cry because like, we're together all the time. So it's just you, like, you should tell me more of the things you say when I'm not around. Ask the others that I talk to. They'll tell you. <laughs> They'll tell you just how they much. They do. They do tell I me that. You. So. No, you, you do a pretty good job of telling me, but you could. I, you know what? Honestly, I could probably tell you more. I wasn't going to say it. But there it is. Maybe here here the, we go. Over these airways. We'll... Did I tell you? You look so great today. Oh, thank you. No. Um, and uh, right, your turn right back at you yeah exactly. there we go <laughs> you look beautiful as always honey so be a good friend and you'll find good friends loyalty respect don't ever give up on finding good friendship I've told the girls that since they were very young right. never give up on finding the search of a good friend and just keep being a good friend and eventually you'll find your people right Period. it's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. I don't think that's makes any sense to this conversation or topic, but hey I just friend, want to throw that one out. We're going to put a bow on that. <laughs> that's what friends, friends are for. Oh.
Oh my God. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Mark and Heidi, the D'Amelios. I'm Mark. I'm Heidi. You can find me on all my socials at Heidi D'Amelio. And you can find me at all my socials at Mark D'Amelio. Thanks for listening. Mark and Heidi, the other D'Amelios comes to you from Ramble, a Cadence 13 studio. You can listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.